1: And welcome back to Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Scalina. And I'm your the host, Matt Scalina. Matt, today, before we get to the show, yeah. we're, we've got a promotion. We've got a new promotion starting mid-August, running till the end of 2017. That's right. If you list your property with Scalina Real Estate, not only are you going to get the best price for your property. And uh, the best service on the planet. Exactly. You're going to get some form of cash back incentive. We're not going to tell you what it is. You've got to reach out to us first, but it's not that kind of cash that jingles in your pocket. It's... uh. That kind of cash you can swim with. That plastic, <laughs> yeah, that plastic cash. That's that's the kind of cash it is. But yeah, any, Exactly. So Did so you say paper? We had that podcast called Sell Paper to Make Paper. Yeah, it's actually yeah, Sell Paper to Make Plastic. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I think, yeah, anyways, it, you get the drift. We want to work for you, but we've got an incentive. It's till the end of the year. So reach out to us. You'll get a free home evaluation, first of all. Yeah, And then it ends with uh, a fantastic list price and something a little more. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you want to hear about how we market your property. Absolutely. So get in touch. Get in touch. So Matt, today we have a fantastic episode. We've got the second installment of the VREP Roundtable. We've got some fantastic guests. We've got Jeremy Ray joining us from New West. He's a realtor out in New West. Top 10% Um, medallion winner. Yeah, top producing realtor. He's fantastic. We've worked with Jeremy on several files. He's worked with many of our clients. Uh, they've all been ecstatic with yeah, uh, such with positive service. feedback for Jeremy. And then we've got John Loomer back. You know, John, you remember reoccurring John guest, reoccurring guest. I'm glad to be back. Actually, that wasn't John. <laughs> John's not with us today, but John's we can definitely him. make it sound like he's here. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah, John's got a very, very distinct voice. Uh, really positive feedback from having John on other episodes. So he's going to be recurring on the roundtable. And Matt, we're covering basically what's the worst part of the job. We're covering common misconceptions in the market and also some common mistakes that investors make.
2: Yeah, common mistakes that investors make. And there's a couple reasons we're moving towards this roundtable feature in the podcast. I mean, first off. Adam and I have been telling you what we think for over a year and a half, close to two years now, and obviously we've had some fantastic guests that have given their opinions. Yes, yeah, so the round table is going to be a reoccurring feature, and there's there's a couple points of why we're doing this, right. right? First off, Adam and I have been talking about real estate to you for Adnauseum. almost two, almost two years, and I like to think we give fantastic advice, but why not bring other voices on right? Well, that's there's the different thing. experiences, there's different strategies, uh, different ideas, and um, you know this is a perfect format to bring other industry experts on to talk about the industry basically. Sure. Second, we constantly hear from people in Metro Vancouver, you know out in Port Coquitlam, Port Moody. Uh, Maple Ridge, North Van that are saying, man, love your guys' podcasts, but you focus on Vancouver too much. We'd right. love to hear more about our markets. Adam and I work Vancouver. We definitely have some of the best realtors in our network all around Metro Vancouver and beyond. And
3: mm-hmm. we're going
2: to start bringing those guys on. And uh, so if, you're, if you want to hear more about your area that you're interested in, the roundtables it. And if you want to talk to uh, somebody who knows their stuff in your area, contact us because we know them.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Matt. And just to give an example of that, I mean, even last week, we were on the Hamilton Real Estate Show in Hamilton, Ontario. Yep. Uh, we were also on a, a podcast uh, called Open House FM out of Calgary. Yep. Some great guys, they've got a leading podcast out in Alberta. So yeah, I mean, we are talking to people and, and that's what's been kind of the best thing about this podcast Definitely. is uh, we're constantly talking to people that are in the trades, people that are in uh, a variety of different uh, areas of the industry. The best and you know, the brightest. The best and the brightest. And uh, we've got a huge referral network. and We've been building it for two years. So yep. why not contact us if you have a question? You know, it's it's better than going online and just uh, seeing who has the best SEO on on Google. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Matt, before we get to the roundtable, we want to start offering a tip. And we're going to try and do this ongoing uh, in each episode. So this is, this is uh, today's tip. Just the tip. Okay, Adam, what's this week's just a tip? Okay, Matt, so this week's just a tip is focused on an old school tactic. Yeah. Okay breakdancing no i'm just kidding it's a uh, it's what <laughs> it works it does work. <laughs> uh, not in real estate we've been talking about this for a while and now i had something i needed to learn about last week and it involved a different market calgary specifically i was mm-hmm. curious because we talk about what's going on with oil and uh and and basically what's going on in the market with calgary quite a bit with a lot of people was mm-hmm. how's that market doing ndp governments in place is it rebounding yet are, are people back to work um, so a lot of questions circling Calgary. You read a lot of different opinions on forums, um real estate forums, and in the media. Yeah, so one thing that I did was uh, an old school tactic that we use in our market all the time. I picked up the phone crazy concept,
2: wow. yeah, interesting.
1: called a few different agents that you know i I kind of knew, you know mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't have to be somebody that you know really well. Um I called a few people that were living in Calgary that I knew, right? Mm-hmm. And I got their opinion. And I talked to them for about two to five minutes, not very long, got a sense. And what I learned, different price bands are active, uh, different areas are very active, different types of properties are maybe slow or active, but I got a way better understanding of the market than I would have had I just... Picked up, you know, the Globe and Mail or read on a a forum about generalities about the market. Yeah. This gave me concrete information to work with. I have a way better understanding of what's going on in that market. And all I had to do was pick up the phone. And it was
2: way more efficient. Right. And it didn't travel through 10 different layers from, say, the guy on the ground through up through to the journalist for the Globe and Mail. Sure. You know, you're getting real live information that is super useful.
1: Yeah. And I mean, it is interesting. Just quick comment on journalists that focus on real estate. I mean, if that's kind of their beat and they're focused on real estate all the time, fair enough. But a lot of the times the people writing these, these articles on real estate are not investors. They're not people that understand the the metrics of a market, and they're somebody that has to put together a story in a really quick period of time. And it's got to get clicks. Always has to get clicks.
2: Yeah. So there's my tip. Hey, not a bad inaugural, just a tip. Thanks for that, Adam. Maybe now we'll just cut to our talk with two award-winning realtors, Jeremy Ray and John Loomer. Enjoy. Yeah, so it's called The Fuzz. Jeremy Ray brought it from New West, or did you pick this up in the city? It,
0: I, I that, is, that is from North Van, but it was at my local liquor store, which is conveniently located, <laughs> Kitty in Corner, to my office in New Westminster. Conveniently <laughs> <Immediately> located.
2: <laughs> yeah, so The Fuzz, it's Bridges, the brewery, it's a milkshake IPA. This is something that I'd walk by and never think of picking up, but... Uh,
1: it's actually it's incredible. Yeah, I it's feel like good. I could have probably one of those though only, and then I'd be you know what I'd it's like. It's like having a tiramisu or something. or
2: something.
0: No, like but that. I found like,
3: the first sip was like that, but then it stops being overwhelming. So really? Now, now I could drink it all day long. I'm John's right. on his fourth, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: a, I'm on my first. <laughs>
1: so we'll, we'll welcome back first of all to the uh, roundtable number two, number two, two the at Vancouver... the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. That's yeah, right. yeah. Welcome back, and we've got uh John Loomer, Vancouver Realtor. Welcome, John.
3: Thank you so
1: much. Welcome back. <laughs> and well, also, uh, we should say uh, enthusiastic. Also, uh, your segment, John, Seth, and the Hoy you your well-connected guy in Vancouver. It's a, it's a real fan favorite. It's a fan favorite, and... Uh, Fortunately, uh, unfortunately, I should say, Seth wasn't able to join you today. No. Uh, you never promised that. So. Yeah. No,
3: I didn't. So <laughs> don't hold me to things I never promised. <laughs> Please. And,
1: and we got a top producing agent from New West with us today to offer a different perspective. Jeremy Ray. Welcome, Jeremy. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me perfect should we just start with an update on new west because i think so adam
2: and i don't work new west we talk about vancouver a lot and
1: and jeremy helps all of our clients in new west yeah. uh you've helped several of our clients they've all had amazing feedback so um yeah Real we're lucky we're lucky to have you in new west and uh why don't you give us just a quick update on the new west market well we are
0: still like you said we're still trucking along um just did offers on a, a loft apartment. Actually, a lot of the guys you send me from Vancouver end up moving into that building, a building I used to live in. On that one, ended up having 14 offers. Wow. Nine were subject free. So the people oh. that are still wait, around, this, was in, this is in August. Uh, so end of July. End wow. of July. Which is still yeah pretty outstanding. Yeah, last but week. Last so, week, yeah. So Market's,
3: wait, is crashing. That, Market's crashing. Market's
1: <laughs> crashing. <laughs> is Is that a condo thing? Like is it... Are you
0: noticing that entry level condos
1: are
2: busy? Well, and also, or? what was the price point? Just sort of so seriously. that was
0: a four hundred list. Four hundred for a for four ninety seven. Condos absolutely very active. Did you think
2: is the market rising? Like, did you think four ninety seven? Were you expecting that or
0: not quite, not quite that high? But uh, yeah, without kind of getting into some of the specifics there, that was a a one shot sort of thing. Not uh, no negotiating, no. You know, going back, let's take the top oh, wow. six and send them back and try and get more money. Um, they just took was, one and ran. Yeah. And it was a ground floor loft. So for, for the right person, for someone with a dog, something like that, um, you get to be able to have that walk out, you know, sure. 10, 15 minute walk from the Sky Train. It was a wow. pretty, pretty sought after unit there. Um, congrats to the new person. But yeah, so condos are doing really well. Um, inventory is pretty typical for this time of year, a little bit on the lower side. Okay. Um, inversely, You've got the houses that have kind of slowed down and uh, sitting at still at a respective 20% sales ratio. Yeah. So for our intents and purposes, seller's market, not the 100% sell through rate that we had, right, right. you know, the two years leading up to this, but certainly within sort of the norm.
1: What does an entry level livable house cost you in New West? Like what's kind of the entry Something that- point?
0: A place that most people are okay moving into, maybe changing some paint, um, but wouldn't mind cooking for their family in the kitchen. I wouldn't mind using right. the bathroom. So uh, not this place. Yeah, <laughs> this is all right. Um, yeah, one point two is kind of your your sort of starting point, similar to uh, Vancouver. It, yeah, that, East
2: Vancouver. Well, yeah, one two. East. I'd say probably one. Four and up is kind of the East Van yeah. where it's livable, right? But you but start keep to keep in it, mind my
1: livable yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And you you bought
2: home. this for like four hundred, yeah, right? Back yeah, in the day yeah, when you yeah, when you yeah, bought yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, and then you can kind of discount a little bit if you're sitting on you know one of the busier streets in New West. Um, you know, only two bedrooms upstairs, maybe right. one bathroom, because we've got a lot of heritage houses. Sure. Um, you know, some no basements and things like that. So, who's uh, moving to New West? Who's moving to US? We're getting all your scraps from Vancouver. Is that <laughs> <laughs> you heard is, afford- affor- is affordability
1: though, that that must be a big thing. You must be working uh, with a lot of absolutely. people. Absolutely. It's who grew it. up in Vancouver. Yeah, right. we do get people from Vancouver with money. Oh, I was
2: just gonna say though, but one, two for a house, like that's I No, it, but
1: condos. Think about the entry level yeah, condo. I guess like but the
2: house a much- is, that's not that far off from Vancouver. That the discrepancy there's pretty
0: small but anyways we'd of, have to look at them pound for pound yeah uh, i think you get a better house side so. to side you might i would imagine you're getting you know maybe like a couple thousand square feet on the lot size and uh yeah and house yeah, and, and maybe point, condition sure. um but uh yeah no, it, it's been fairly mixed you get some investors builders are still sort of out there depending on the price points um but if they're buying you know this lot value place for just over a million putting 400 500 into the house that's going on there now they're going to be wanting sort of that two. Two million mark, and that's where it can be a bit of a challenge because it is softer for us.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So, what would be like kind of an entry level one bed and maybe an entry level two bed, just for our listeners? Uh, apartments? Yeah, I imagine. Yeah,
0: we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Um In a newer building, and by newer, I mean after two thousand. Okay, started of built after two thousand. Um, the one bedrooms are all kind of in the the four hundreds now, four wow. uh, hundreds and up. And Seems then good value though it's it's not too bad. Our rental rate for that similar property in close proximity to SkyTrain, so about a 15 minute walk or so or less uh, to skytrain sixteen 1700 a month rental income
2: that's good rent that rent's actually fairly comparable to to Vancouver well downtown
1: yeah. you get two thousand but you, you the buy-in is 600 right yeah. yeah 650
0: so yeah it's uh it seems like the cap rates are better yeah, yeah. and then the two bedrooms um, for similar type of buildings well because some of the one bedrooms have gotten into the like we're getting over Sort of six hundred a foot now for some of the nicer properties, uh, one bedroom condos. Um, nothing like your thousand I guess you guys are hitting a thousand thousand plus easy. Now. You know what? There was We're just a, a sale thousand, yeah. a
2: sale in Mount Pleasant at the Shine Building, four hundred and ninety six square feet. The building's a couple years old. The guy at the office was like, What do you think it sold for? It sold for six For how much four hundred and ninety six oh, no. square feet. I'm supposed to go see something for this 620 <laughs> 600. yeah, new so benchmark. It's literally, it's literally 1200 in your pencil. John. 12, $1,250 a square foot in Mount Pleasant. Like, wow. It's like, wow. Yeah. yeah anyway, I That's couldn't crazy. believe it. I'll, well, it's, it's I a newer
1: doing a shines things. doing really well. Um, uh, what's the other one? Holson, Holseen um, Wohlcine. is doing, Wolcene. Is it Wolcene? It's
3: got it's the luxurious.
0: W is pronounced as an H. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's, Check your
3: German the, pronunciation. I think the H is pronounced as an H. And then when there's <laughs> okay. a W in front of it. It's too. good to know
0: you guys have some buildings too. It's All you have know, a hard time sort of yeah. with the pronunciation. Yeah. Yeah. We have the a most bike. pretentious <laughs> building <laughs> names yeah. on the yeah. planet.
1: Please, uh, please write us if you know how to pronounce that and spell it out uh, phonetically <laughs> for us.
2: <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Actually, in their marketing material, they did have it phonetically spelled out, which was wow.
1: I can't remember how it was, but that's what I was referencing, and you guys still called me. Wow. Okay. You
3: yeah, no, I was wondering for Jeremy, because um, when I am going out to New West with clients, it seems like we've already gone from Vancouver to Burnaby uh, to New West, but then there's like this invisible boundary between us and Surrey, and so many people are just like, no, I won't go to Surrey. And when I'm going to Surrey now for other clients who are perfectly happy there, I actually have a hard time understanding um that psychological barrier at this point in time, like it it seems like Surrey has come a long way. And I'm wondering from the perspective of someone who's actually in New West all the time, it must come up much more often. Do you feel like there's a big shift happening? Certainly in prices over just sort of last six months, we've seen a massive shift. What does that look like from New West?
0: Yeah. We, it's probably pretty similar and common for, for everyone. People don't want to deal with bridges and tunnels, uh, certainly with the way the traffic is right now. Uh, Surrey had kind of a rebrand that happened.
3: <laughs> I yeah. Mean, I think it's more than a rebrand yeah. though. I mean, to give credit to the city, I mean.
0: Great leadership there. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. They like around that central city area, which is what we would have known as Wally one point right. at a time. Yeah. Uh, still, you got still. a university there, all these sort of things, mass transit, university. Light Central c- are coming. Central City Brewing, sort of the first micro brewers, I guess they were kind of save it there.
1: for when we have someone from Surrey, John. Can't
0: <laughs> even defend themselves. Just <laughs> but uh, yeah, you definitely see a, a huge price point. I don't, I really don't head over there too, too often. Okay, that's my leave, question. That's uh, I don't I'm leave wondering. New West. Like yeah, coming out, I yeah, hope fair. you guys can validate my parking. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, like I, I mean, I was almost half an hour late today because there was road closures, yeah, and I'm like in Chinatown. I, I had to pull Should the have GBS? taken the skytrain. Yes. Uh, you've got a, <laughs> got a new baby, a though.
1: Up. You've got you're you're a busy yeah, guy. Blame,
0: let's blame little baby Rosie. She's <laughs> she not here. Um, that's what it was.
1: Well, but New West. I mean, the one thing I would say about New West, at least from kind of the the outsider perspective, is it's always been kind of cool. Well, it hasn't always been cool. It's it, it had a stigma for many years. But for the last three to five years or so, very I mean, people. It's it's a pretty hip place to yeah. be, right? We I got mean,
0: over. You still had some people i mean they're still out there now like people want to be in vancouver they want to be in vancouver they're not going to leave but for those that actually want to purchase a property that may not have bought something early on before the market sort of took off um you're getting a city that has history has uh you know a lot of character diverse sort of group of people um and not that suburban feel which a lot of people always thought like, oh, New West is a suburb. Yeah. Like, well, actually, we were the, you know, the first capital of D.C., on. yeah. Uh, yeah. one of the oldest cities. So you get all that sort of character and charm. Um, and it's a tight city, right? Like, it's it's very walkable. It's it's easy to navigate. And it's,
1: it's
2: a tight-knit a, community. Yeah, right? we
0: try it's... and be, we're kind of trying to be a big city um, with all those sort of big city amenities. It's getting better every year, every new building that comes in, get new restaurants and things like that, which has been really exciting. But we also still maintain a, a small-town feel. So it has a lot of cachet of thing,
3: right now. Yeah, New West people, has all the I think
0: cachets. I think it is. Uh, it's pretty trendy.
3: <laughs> <Just like laughs> if you want to cachet, use, John. Uh, who, who doesn't like saying "cachet"? <laughs> cachet. That comment was specifically just to say "cachet." Yeah, you don't have to answer <laughs> that.
0: Throw that in, throw that in. Uh, <laughs> another fu- another funny thing to kind of note that we see is the jump people go to New West and then almost jump right to Port Moody, and I spent you know a lot of my years in in tri-cities at one point in time um but they've got three micro brews now we have one right <laughs> they're right on the ocean there. they're um in like sort of so we're seeing that transition a lot of times you know buyers are like i'm looking new west and then all of a sudden like and eh, i want to look in port moody yeah. so it's kind of just been been interesting sort of that that transition and and sort of the new up-and-coming areas that art Vancouver or Mount Pleasant that, yeah. we need yeah. to do like a fixie bike count
1: in each segment yeah it's funny there's no how fixies can, in New West it's oh no. oh, yeah, yeah. not conducive to uh, well then uh, horn yeah. room glasses I, we'll figure it out Yeah, but there's, there's a way to there's, there's, there's gotta, indicators there's, 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 gotta, there's indicators. gotta be indicators how, how many, many Starbucks? fixies yeah. coffee capita <laughs> yeah.
3: although someone was telling me about a bike trip that they recently took out to New West and came back along um, on the south side of the river through Richmond and it really wasn't that long Of a a thing, and that's interesting too. And I think the the cities have done a lot to make the networks work well, and that's interesting too. We talk a lot about the Skytrains, but so many of us are into biking, and that's an amazing way to connect yourself to these uh, far-flung places. Whether you're going to live there and commute come in this way or just to go and visit. I think that's a fantastic way to spend half a day, even just biking out uh, that way yeah, along yeah. the river, go through river district and, uh, and see all the sites. They're, they're
0: very in, in that sense, they're a very progressive city. Uh, obviously, uh, well, a few years ago we had the civic civic election, brought in a new mayor, uh, Jonathan Cote, master's degree in, uh, urban planning, SFU. So very forward thinking. Um, and it's all about accessibility. Um, if the, uh, Transportation organizations had their way, they would have put a highway through our downtown core. Right. Um, so we pushed back a lot in that. And there are still some disconnects for, for sort of the greenways and, and for getting you know, across the different cities. Uh, but it's certainly a lot better than it was and, and is only going to get better as people don't want to drive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Creamsicle
0: is what it tastes like. This, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> full <fuzzy> that.
1: <laughs> Can you taste creamsicle? Yeah. 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 You know what? That's it's like a creamsicle IPA. Delicious, though. Thanks <clears throat> for bringing that,
0: Jeremy. No problem. <laughs> so, I don't know if, the,
2: but in terms of a brand, from a branding perspective, creamsicle IPA would, wow. I don't know. Milkshake doesn't sound great, but yeah.
0: uh, I don't get IPA from it at
1: all. Yeah. No, no, not at all. So, part of the reason that we wanted to have you guys on today is we, we wanted to have a bit of a discussion around some of the questions that we've received from some of our listeners. Yeah. And uh, we've got a couple questions. Why don't we just get right into the questions? Yeah, exactly. Well, that's
2: basically how the roundtable started, right? We were getting all these questions. We thought it was overwhelming we... for Adam and I. So yeah, we brought well, everybody else on.
1: For sure, for sure. And it's going to be excellent to get John and Jeremy's take. So maybe the first question, it, it comes from Susan, who's in Vancouver. She says, what's the worst part of your job? And I assume that's the job uh, being a realtor. Jeremy, since you're uh, so just, much, just... So just much to say. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so you guys get these are the hard questions Um, because there's so much (laughs) much much wrong with your job. I love my job. I love my job. (laughs) Um, Blessings. (laughs) 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 Um, I'll be quick with this one. Realtors, we can be brutal to deal with sometimes. And I'm sure I could admit to that myself. I'm sure. um, total pain in the ass to deal with at, at most points or at some you're, points you're pretty
1: you're pretty good to deal <laughs> yeah, with pretty
0: easy I, to deal with yeah. okay but yeah no sometimes that can be one of one of the main sort of challenges but is. i
2: thought i thought when you said realtors my first thought was realtors dealing with other realtors Are, yes you mean like real clients de- or
0: no just realtors dealing with yeah you're like we're trying we have a common goal to sell this property you have a buyer that wants to buy this property or yeah. i am or i'm the selling you know mm-hmm. listing agent um and so, yeah, sometimes it just feels like we're not facilitating the same sort of thing here. Right. Um, and I think that there's a way to do that, you know, where you're not jeopardizing, you know, your fiduciary duty or anything like that. Sure. Where you're still looking out for your seller 100%. Um, but, uh, and I'm a very organized person. So, when you have somebody that you ask for strata documents and they just send it just a hodgepodge. <laughs> you're right. like, okay. And then you hand it off to, you know, my assistant, Debbie, and you go, and make sense of this sure sure (laughs) thank thank god for for them yeah uh but yeah stuff like that Uh, the other thing um other than just realtors i would have to say is the hours we kind of talked talked a little bit about that before we started this whole thing but uh sometimes i miss weekends (laughs) and and, and evenings well
1: it's funny because you're you're basically your phone's always on right so i mean it is i hate to complain about being busy and in, in nobody wants to hear
0: realtors complain about yeah exactly yeah. but
1: it is it's truckloads it of money
0: that we're it, making it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle yeah
1: Tonka trucks uh so but uh yeah what, what about you john what's the worst part of your job
3: uh i don't know i don't like necessarily to frame this as the worst part of my job but i think uh it's hard to talk about actually because it's something that part of your job is hiding this fact but it's a commission-based industry and uh, one hard part about being a realtor or really in any other commission-based industry but in when you're a realtor you often spend a lot of time with people Um, you can spend months and even years helping people and sometimes it just doesn't pan out and if your pay is commission-based that means at that point you don't get paid and that's something that I don't complain about but I think it's something that as a realtor, you have to make peace with to be a good realtor. And I want to give a 100% of my advice and counsel and uh, assistance to any buyer, whether they're an investor, young family, whoever they are, no matter what the outcome is. And you have to see sort of a big picture. But I know even though realtors don't talk <clears throat> about this behind the scenes, often we um, we do have individual days where we start to say, I can't believe that uh, I work so hard on that particular file or whatever, and it's clearly not panning out. It is something that happens, but uh, you have to step back and see the big picture. So I don't want to say the worst part of the job, but I would say it's a hard part of the job. You have to understand that uh, you can't look at things from an hour to hour perspective or day to
2: day. Well, 75 to 80% of the time,
3: it just doesn't work out. Right. right. That's the way it goes. That's yeah. the way it goes. And you have to be happy about it. You actually have to be happy about it because you can't be miserable, right?
2: Mm-hmm. The This speaks to what I was thinking about in terms of worst part of the job, but... Uh, often you spend a lot of time with uh, a client, which is and it, it doesn't pan out, and then other times you get a deal that falls into your lap where it's you, you're like, oh my god, that was so easy. This is this is yeah. crazy, and that just happened to me. But it speaks to what I think the worst part of the job is when you talk to. I think Adam and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast. You know, we talk to a lot of people every day. A lot of people get in touch with us, and sometimes. You give everyone the benefit of the doubt and you trust them uh, from the beginning. But shady characters out there and, and it's hard because you become cynical, right? And yeah, I've become more cynical as a realtor than... Give us know. an example. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for asking, John, because I just had a, a situation where a guy got in touch. He wanted to write an offer. Um, and we got a deal very quickly uh, put together. It was, a, it was for a, a really nice condominium. Um, I was like, wow, that was easy. And he says, oh, you know what? I have, you know, $6 million in a trust account. I want to write on something in Whistler. You know, can you just write it up for me? This stuff that kind of never happens. I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I'll, I'll do that. And I'm thinking of writing on a few in Chinatown. He had a, he had this grand strategy where I thought, like, this is, the you know, the rest of my year is going to be walking around with this guy who knew the market very well, seemed to know everybody in the industry, knew everybody, uh, you know, all the wealthy families in Vancouver. Just on, after we had the accepted offer, I just Googled his name just to see, oh, you know, he works out of Hong Kong is what he told me, born in Vancouver, and uh he's a total fraud. Like 100%. Let me guess,
1: Nigerian prince.
2: Oh, nearly. And this guy's been arrested in San Diego oh, on God. charges. Just front me the deposit. I'm good uh, yeah. for it. Yeah. On, <laughs> I've charge. name
0: dropped like 12 people already. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what Trust I asked. me. He
2: he was, he's been arrested for fraud in Calgary, Kelowna, uh Fort Mac uh, guy, is he coming to new west
0: he's well, maybe well, so this maybe. is it
2: he name dropped maybe eight or other eight realtors that grew up in Vancouver oh you know I grew up with these guys I so I called one that he mentioned and he burned this guy last year and his another realtor he's like no I told him all about that realtor like he's running through I've talked to four realtors now who have spent time months months with this guy yeah Taking him out, whining and dining him because he's, you because know, he's the big, big standard, player, yeah. Taking him out for dinner and everything else. And luckily I caught it early, but it was um, you know, it's it's I guess that that cynicism that creeps into your everyday life that you have to kind of pull the reins on because it can it can overwhelm you. But uh, mm-hmm. what about you, Adam? What I actually
1: I didn't prepare for this segment. Oh, I kind of yeah, feel classic. I kind of feel like uh, I was actually I went to uh, I love my job, this is but... a while ago. I, I went to a my first hot yoga class. And it was, I guess it was at the beginning of the year, actually. So it was quite some time ago. And they said, what are are your goals for 2017? And they went around the room. And the whole time I sweated it like, man, I don't have anything. I don't have anything. They finally got to me. And I just, the first thing that came to mind, I said, I'm going to eat more salad. And uh, everyone just, there was not a laugh in the room. There was nothing. It was just, it was just, and then. (laughs) She was like, just, we just carried on. and, and, uh, after class, people were like, yeah, good answer. Like, good answer. Everybody had these like really crazy, like, I want to, you know, I want to engage in my practice. I want to get better mental health. I want to do all this stuff. And, uh, Ridiculous. And the craziest part about that is I haven't eaten a salad since. But uh, <laughs> next question. <laughs> yeah, next question.
0: You could have said like world peace or something. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Okay, so what's a common misconception about the Vancouver market? I get one at least once a day. Somebody calling me and saying, "I've been looking around at resale, and I haven't been able to find anything I can afford that I like. So I'm going to start looking at pre-sale." And, um, that's a huge misconception about Vancouver. Uh, I think there's definitely the idea of pre-sales a long time ago was that you would buy something that you couldn't live in or rent out for, uh, two or three years and you would get a, a discount and that's not happening anymore. You're paying in many cases, it appears to be you're paying more for the privilege of not being able to, uh, take possession of a unit for several years and, um, or seeing it. Or you can't see it. I mean, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of nice things about getting a presale, and there's a bunch of downsides. But uh, there's a ideally, if you can have a, a fairly comparable product that you can rent out or occupy immediately, um, you should get a discount if you're paying someone else for the privilege of waiting. And uh, right now, that's not happening. So there there is a misconception about um, the deal you're going to get with a presale. Their presales are too popular in Vancouver right now. They all. They don't necessarily sell out right away, but certainly the under-a-million-dollar category will sell out probably within 24 hours, I think we'd all agree. And you're not going to get a deal. So if that was your strategy, having looked at the resale market, I think that's a misconception. that I will keep correcting people on until something changes, but for the moment, uh, that is a misconception.
1: That's a, that's a really good one, for sure. Yeah. Um, what about you, Ed, Matt? Um, well, it, this is maybe not a misconception. I just had this happen yesterday with a client
2: who was started working with somebody that they weren't really happy with and they were looking to make a switch uh, a buyer's agent so you know they did, they weren't they didn't have any written agreement with their realtor and she felt very very bad you know she talked to this person once or twice and she felt really really bad about essentially firing her realtor and i guess the misconception here would be one i said to her look like this is a, a you know, an enormous purchase. Um, right. if you're not comfortable with this person, fire them. But the other thing is realtors don't get fired every day, but it's not gonna hurt anyone's feelings. It's one of if the you're first, first lessons you,
0: you learn. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> out the gate. So is. don't
2: definitely if you're out there working with somebody you're not comfortable with or you don't feel like you're getting the service you need, um, I wouldn't worry
3: about hurting somebody's feelings, that's for sure. And for other people, worry more about hurting people's feelings because some people are just so callous. (laughs) Nasty text messages, not to me, but other people that I know. Asking for a friend.
0: (laughs) I was kind of trying to get the answer from you guys on that one.
3: Uh,
0: Foreign buyers are driving the market. Misconception about New West. uh, About New West? Here's a misconception. There's a new area called the Brewery District. There's no brewery there. Wow, that's <laughs> a good one. And it's called Sapperton. Uh,
3: <laughs> and it's actually one of the most so
0: historic uh, historic neighborhoods in uh, New Westminster. There must have been a brewery there at one point. Uh, yeah, I think there was like a Molson bur- okay. or No, Molson's one you guys have. We have a Molson. Yeah, there. we have a La- Molson. Maybe it's Labatt's. Right near my house. Yeah, Anyways, it was Labatt's. It made everything kind of smell like tomato soup. Hmm. It was no brewery district are and people, there are, are no breweries is in it, this district is, is, in sapperton are
2: people long-time residents in new west kind of frustrated by that or is
0: it's it... where i mean we understand how marketing works um <laughs> we're, not, we're not we don't need a re we don't need a rebrand it's not like talking to someone from vancouver you go would you live in sapperton like, i guess where is that yeah. Yeah. Is a nice
1: uh, it's great uh, yeah i'd love to live in sapperton well so not, nothing I'm wrong not with me, it. Well, you got
0: a nice i, I prefer I, the Brewery
1: district
2: itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah But
0: it's kind of like Saying you know The new North Yale town The new Brooklyn The new sure. The new New Brooklyn like, so Wasn't no. Gastown The new Brooklyn or No what, it's, the, what's... it's the Hastings
1: Sunrise East Village thing That was the most Insane thing ever The rebranding Fraser. Fraser Hood yeah. The village the At the residences yeah. At the
0: lofts At Fraser View Hill that,
1: The other hmm. thing About the Fraser Hood Is that if I understand it, it came from someone from Ontario who I think that's coined correct. that term. I think that's correct. That, that was like out of nowhere, an article from
2: somewhere else called it Fraserhood. And then everybody started talking about it as if it was Fraserhood. And I was
0: yeah. like, what the... Very strange. Can you explain for, for, for an outsider that... I mean, I know what you guys are talking about, but maybe someone's listening who well, doesn't
1: know. Yeah. Coming from Yell-townhood,
0: I, uh, yeah. I you know. <laughs> Is that the <laughs> new they, buzzword? <laughs> <a> new <word? laughs>
1: I think so. It must be. But here's the thing. It's, it's uh, Fraser is Fraser, Maine is Maine, but there there was an article that was written about the most up. It was like, I think it was in a, it was a like national publication, maybe Globe or something, Globe the and the Mail. country or something like that. Yeah. And one of them was Fraserhood in
2: Vancouver. Know, and everybody was like, like where the hell is that? Some
1: yeah. <laughs> half the people said, "Where what's Fraserhood? And the other half said, I guess it's Fraserhood now. And now you see that in in a lot of marketing. Yeah. Wow. Fraserhoods.com. Um, anyways, it's, uh, yeah, I guess it's, man, I've but...
3: not seen that anywhere. Wow. I, don't, I don't know how, I don't want to, I don't want to reveal too much about myself. But... <laughs> got to
1: start buying, sell, buying and selling more <laughs> yeah, real estate yeah, in, you know,
3: in the most up and coming yeah. area Frazier, in, in Fraser, I'm hearing good things.
0: <laughs> um, I don't think I can afford it though. It sounds expensive. <laughs> sounds really expensive. <laughs>
2: um,
1: I think the most common misconception in our market is, uh, History is going to uh, repeat itself or dictate the future. I find a lot of people that that come and want to invest in Vancouver say, "Oh, you know." And Matt, you're actually going through this right now. People that have said, "Well, you know, friends of mine or or, or you know, family members of mine have made a hundred thousand dollars in the last you know yeah. six months or whatever." Everybody's yeah. dealing with a few people that have unreasonable expectations. Yeah, next year or two. So where market. should I buy where I'm going to make a hundred grand? Where I'm going to double my money? Three to yeah. six months, or I'm going to you know, buy a house in East Vancouver and it's going to be worth $2 million when I paid one point two or whatever it is, right? So I think the biggest misconception is that the market's going to continue to just do what it's done yeah. the entire time. And you can basically buy anything. Yeah, yeah, the flip side of that is that... The last three years. <laughs> That's yeah, the flip yeah. side of that. Yeah. No, but also the
2: flip <laughs> side of that is a larger context. I do think that prices in Vancouver have become untethered to to salaries here but there's this new global context where it's kind of unclear i think there's still cycles obviously um and i don't think that we're going to see in the next 2 years you know that there's a 100% increase or or whatever we're talking about but also we didn't think that in january that we'd be as busy but there, there will is be a global point where it stops yeah but there is a, a global context here that is history can't necessarily repeat itself because the, the context is totally shifted. but i
3: think this is part of what we were speaking about what i was speaking about before was the i think it's a kind of collective madness around pre-sales um that people are wanting the pre so much more despite the disadvantages that we mentioned i think that that is driven at least in part and i think it's a large part by people expecting that they're not actually going to live in it and uh i th- now there's a lot of discussion more discussion um, about regulating pre-sales or new regulations pertaining to pre-sales but the market is going to correct this because there's going to be a point when people who are uh, the speculators who uh, are out there for sure and you know what you might think that's fair and you might not think it's fair but certainly they're a part of the market um, when they have these expectations of the same returns or the same uh, capital appreciation gains for the next three years that we've seen over the last three years and that don't fully realize themselves, they're going to get hurt. That's the thing about speculation. You don't always win. That's what makes you a speculator. And that will be a sort of self-correcting mechanism. And so I don't know how much uh, intervention necessarily is going to be required on that score. And I'm not taking a stand on that at this moment. But um, certainly, I think that uh, what's driving part of that market is that expectation that things will continue on the exact same trend. We're very short-sighted. People don't look very far down the road and they don't look very far into the past when they're talking about investments.
1: So this is a, this is the next question. It's from Jason from Richmond and he says, I'm a new investor in the Greater Vancouver market. Do you have any advice about common mistakes that investors make?
3: I had one.
1: Don't that, buy a pre-sale. Awesome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, seems to be the you know, f- perhaps, <laughs> that, is,
3: that is certainly one of the things that I will say to a person when we're having that initial conversation. But I'm surprised. This seems like a minor thing, but I've I've been surprised by how much it comes up. A person calls me. It's going to be their first investment. They want to buy an investment property. They live in a particular neighborhood, and they want to only look for investments in that particular neighborhood, which I always find so funny. Um, we've discussed this before, and we understand that the motivation is that you know your neighborhood you know what's going on there, you have a connection to it. It seems like there's also, though, some uh, some part of it is thinking that you're going to be checking in on your investment property every 24 hours or something. To the late-night drive-by. Yeah, that's just <laughs> not going to happen. So broaden your search. Often, if it's your first investment property, you're starting with a budget that's near the entry level for the market. You've got to expand your horizons a little bit and, and try to expand your options. So don't limit yourself to just the neighborhood around your your house, especially if it's on this... Based on this premise that you're going to be constantly checking in on a property that's not how it's going to work. You want a good deal? Go a little bit further outside your circle of comfort.
2: Well, you know what? And this is uh, another piece of advice. So if you're moving outside of the, your area of comfort, and Adam and I have talked about this ad nauseum on the podcast, but it's worth saying again, that's good advice, John. You need to understand the markets though, right? So if it's a market outside of your comfort zone, the best way to do that is what Google used to say, stand on the shoulder of giants or whatever. You know, there's there's an experience and knowledge base that has come Google before quote, you. Famous Google quote. A, <laughs> regardless, my point is build a team of people that know what they're doing in that neighborhood, sure. right? And uh, this is why when Adam and I work with people in Vancouver... Uh, and they decide to expand their scope to new west we send them to jeremy right it's a great segue uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i mean he is the guy you, like you work new west specifically uh, i don't know anything about new west if i was looking for an investment property there i would definitely get in touch with I you could save you a lot of time and uh and, a- and money yeah. yeah so so there you great go Great segue matt let's
0: yeah. send it to jeremy yeah
2: yeah <laughs> i
0: mean i i i I'd it's like called a, t-ball obviously i don't like to uh, send people the same direction, but it seems like everybody's coming out of Vancouver. So it does, <laughs> you don't find that as often that people are coming out your ways, but uh, obviously it's always nice to, to deal with the people that you send, but yeah, being able to hit the ground running a quick, you know, buyer consultation, sit down and go, what are you looking, what are you trying to get out of this? Are you, right. are you giving this to your child in five or 10 years? Are you trying to just get them, you know, get them on the ladder? Are you wanting to buy in an area that is up and coming? And Maybe there's an area that we know this is going to be. So maybe you, You know, maybe you're cash neutral at 20% or maybe you're maybe just under it, but there's the potential for gains. there are huge because there's some other development that's happening in the area. And on the flip side, there's areas that you don't touch because maybe they're redoing a bridge. Maybe they're redoing, you know, main arterial. Sort of way. So uh, these are all the kind of things that having, yeah, obviously somebody. And this is like shameless plug, but having someone that knows what the hell they're doing in well, an so area, true, though. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's for uh, any it's, area. A,
1: it's an issue. Um, I mean, you have to you have to know which direction the city is going, yeah. and uh, which and buildings the, are good. Sometimes, which literally, yeah.
3: which way the wind blows. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <It's fine being laughs> yes. Yeah. Think Bob Dylan said that <laughs> yeah. famous Bob another, Dylan another quote. <laughs> yeah, I think my biggest mistake that investors think is that maybe that we're a, a cash neutral or a cash positive market. And we've talked about this at length. But, uh, you know, I mean, I think it is we, we had uh, Michael Ferrer on the show last week and, you know, he was talking about how in a lot of markets now, especially for new construction, you're looking at 30 to 50 percent down in order to carry that condo. He's he's focused on new condos primarily. Um, but it is that it's that idea of playing. The cap gains model of investing—that's to me—it's—it's—it's a a risky model. You know, I I think there are great areas in Vancouver that are are great investments, but um, you have to be prepared to put a lot of money down if you want a property carry itself. And a lot of investors come here with this idea that they're going to put twenty percent down, and it's going to cover their property taxes, their maintenance fees, um, you know, any kind of maintenance, and their property manager. And it's just—it's just not the case in most markets, unfortunately. Okay, guys. Well, hey, thanks to John and Jeremy for joining us. Yeah, Matt thanks for I. making the trek down, really, Jeremy. That yeah, sounded like a, it oh, was, a trip. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be jet-lagged, uh, I think, later. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thanks for coming. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much uh, for bringing this amazing beer. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.
2: So there you have it, folks. Our discussion with
1: two award-winning realtors, Jeremy Ray out of New West and John Loomer, a member of our team. A ton of fun having Jeremy and John at the podcast studio this week and looking forward to future roundtables. Yeah. Matt, let's talk about PCS just quickly. If, uh, if people haven't signed up for private client services, go to our website, VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com slash PCS and get your own account. Matt, what is PCS?
2: PCS is a research tool that we use And it provides you with listings 36 to 72 hours in advance of MLS. And it shows you sold prices, days on the market, basically all realtor level information. If you're not using PCS, you are not searching for real
1: estate in the right way. You aren't. And get a leg up on the competition. It's free. There's no obligation. Sign up for your own free account. And if you want us to do it, give us a call. We'll sign it up and make sure that you have the best search profile that's available. Absolutely. And we should say we do
2: have that listing promotion going on till the end of the year it just started it involves a free home evaluation adam and i come out we do our
1: extensive market analysis on your home we put together a marketing strategy for you and then we sit down and uh, we've got one other incentive as well yeah and uh, we'll tell you about that get in touch because it involves cash in your pocket so you have the best sale price and the best marketing plan and the so best anyway, service. Yeah, we are confident. So, anyways, get in touch with us. And, Matt, how can people get in touch with you? 778 847 2854 or Matt at Vancouver Real Estate And, Adam, or you can try me at 778 866 4574 or Adam at Vancouver Real Estate And, Papa Dom, info at Vancouver Real Estate Never says anything the same, eh? It's just uh, got to keep him guessing. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll have a great week. Take care.
3: Two thousand faces for radio. Subscribe today.
1: Feasibility and efficiency prioritized every step of the way. Learn more at commonground-consulting.com or 604-807-6419.
2: We are also sponsored by Oakland Realty. This is our real estate brokerage, best brokerage in the city, hands down. If you are in the industry, a new agent, an aspiring agent, somebody just looking to make a change, new culture, new energy